In terms of that documentation, is it enough to simply have a debit card or a credit card and just run all of your expenses through that and then use that as your your documentation? If I was to give two recommendations to anybody, the first recommendation would be have a process that helps you keep track of your expenses. You're listening to The Growth Booth, the show focused on achieving lifestyle freedom through online businesses. Whether you're looking for step-by-step strategies to start building an online business, simple game plans to grow your business, or proven lifestyle freedom frameworks, you are in the right place. Stay tuned and be sure to join the thousands of listeners already in growth mode. Welcome back to The Growth Booth. This is episode 11, where today we're talking about business setup considerations, things that you might want to consider as you're setting up a business or as you're growing a business, and that could be for any project at all. Now, I do have a special guest on the call with me, someone who I've worked with for a few years now who can help us navigate uh, this minefield. And I really do think it is a minefield, but it's an important one that you need to get right. And that's why it's just so important that you either understand understand this for yourself or have uh, good advisors you can call on who can give you uh, advice around things that you can do to stay more protected as you move forward building a business or things that you can do to pay less fees, to pay less taxes, to reduce uh, what can be a crap load of uh, admin and also to reduce pretty painful uh, headaches as well. And um, I know these things are painful because I've been through them firsthand. So believe me when I say that uh, work Working with uh, the likes of Tommy, who I've got on the call here today, is an absolute no-brainer. You have to have someone uh, in your corner looking out for you. Now, um, one thing I will say, just to to make clear up front, is we are talking mainly about uh, building businesses in the United States today. However, if you're listening to this and you're not in the United States, you can still absolutely use this. Me, for example, uh, I'm not in the United States, but I still work with uh, advisors. I still work with Tommy and his team who are in uh, the United States. Now, Tommy is from a company called Prime Corporate Services, and they have helped thousands of my subscribers, thousands of my customers um, over the past few years to get set up uh, with business entities, to do tax filings, and to just get general advice um, around this, this topic. Um, and he's also done uh, a lot of the heavy lifting for over 50,000 different business entities. So I uh, feel to say that uh, they've been around the block a few times. They've helped a lot of people and they can absolutely help you too. So, um, you know, taxes, uh, business uh, entity setup protection, these are pretty big topics. What I thought we could do today was to try to nail down uh, four different areas and, and give you some uh, advice around four different areas. So so that's what we'll do here. And as always, uh, at thegrowthbooth.com, if you head over to episode 11, you will be able to find show notes and you will be able to find find a special link to where you can go to book a free personal consultation uh, with Tommy and his team to talk about your individual situation and how uh, Tommy and his team may be able to help you. And if, if nothing else, then you're going to get some free advice uh, anyway. And you can do that at thegrowthbooth.com forward slash prime. And that link will be uh, with the, the show notes over on thegrowthbooth.com episode number 11. So uh, with all of that said, uh, Tommy, thank you so much for being here with us uh, on the show today. I would like us to dive straight in. And I think the first thing that we could talk a little bit about and and help people with is talking about the different types of entities that uh, people should potentially uh, consider as they're they're looking to get their their entity and their setup uh, right from the get-go. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and 
I like the way you you explained it as a minefield because I think that's a the, a perfect way of putting it. Asset protection, tax benefits, the legal and the financial side of any business is obviously never the most exciting, but oftentimes it can be the most important. So starting with the business entities, I think that's a perfect place to start. Um, it creates a little analysis paralysis oftentimes for people of what is the best entity and when should I set it up? So um, let's talk through it and let's kind of see where where's best to start and uh, what to look for of, of when to change those entities for sure. Sounds good. So I think when people are first getting started, we oftentimes are going to recommend setting up a US LLC, a limited liability company. And the reason for that is it keeps things simple and easy, not only from an admin standpoint, but from a tax filing standpoint, right? An LLC is still going to give you protection by separating your personal and your business. It's still going to give you tax benefits to where you can write off business expenses, marketing, different deductions that we'll talk more about, I'm sure. And it'll also get you an EIN number, employer identification number, that will allow you to show yourself as a legitimate business. So an LLC is oftentimes a great place to start. And once you start generating income, if you're in the US, there's times when it makes sense to change it to an S corporation. If you're international, there's times where it makes sense to change it to a C corporation. So understanding your situation in your business is crucial in setting up the proper business entity. Just if I could jump in there for, for one second, Tommy. I know that uh, when I started down this path and um, even today, some of these things, they, they all sound like gobbledygook to me. I, I don't, uh, you know, I can't remember what, you know, what's the difference between an S-Corp and a C-Corp and uh, all these other things. So um, the advice that I would give uh, anyone if you're feeling the same is not to freak out about that kind of a thing. That's the whole reason, one of the whole reasons why you would want to work with an advisor uh, in the first place. Uh, I mean, you've got two options, Really, you can either learn this stuff or you can get some support. Um, and again, um, I think if you've got specific questions like that, then that's when it makes sense to to book a personalized uh, call with the guys here. Um, anyway, Tommy, sorry, sorry to break your, your flow a little bit there. I just wanted to nip that one in the bud because I know some people listening to this would uh, perhaps start to feel you know overwhelmed as we're talking about some of the different terminology here. No, thank you for that. These, these are things I talk about all day, so it feels... It, it could feel like a foreign language to some of you, and um, we will give everyone a special offer that's that's listening to this. I'll let Aiden roll that out, but everyone's situation is different. So to what Aiden just said, I fully and completely support that and agree. Talk to a professional. Make sure you understand, based off of where you're located and what your situation is, that you are setting up the best entity for you as a business owner. I think that's very important. So you mentioned a moment ago that um, there were some different potential deductions. Like if someone is starting a business or, or has a business running, what are the kind of deductions that they can uh, be enjoying when they, you know, they set up the right kind of um, entity and, and structure here? Sure. So I know that we're focusing a lot on the e-commerce, the online space, right? So for home-based e-commerce, online entrepreneurs, there's actually over 250 different deductible expenses that 
these investors or these entrepreneurs are able to take advantage of. Now, not everyone is going to qualify for all of them, but just to list a few, some of them are what most people consider bills, right? Phone bills, internet bills, power bills. It's got a drag to it when you really say it, but those are ultimately business investments. Try running an online business without the internet. It's difficult, right? You can't do it. So we want to be able to write off maybe portions of the phone bill or the internet bill. For those of you that have designated home offices, writing off portions of your rent or your mortgage. There's a lot of different deductions that based off of your business model, coaching, education, softwares, right? What platform are you listening to this on? And how much are you paying for that a month? Are there ways that we can make that a deductible expense? So the list goes on and on. But if it's ordinary or necessary for your business, oftentimes there are ways to make those deductible against either your personal income or your business income. I would assume uh, things like travel and so forth as well. If someone's got a business partner and they've got to go and fly to see them, or if someone's going to get education at a conference or something, um, I assume there are there are cases where these things might be deductible as well. Sure. Yeah, as long as you're documenting what it's for, right? Going on a vacation, going on a holiday with my family to Hawaii where I'm not doing any business. Obviously, that's tough to justify. But if it is a conference, if it's an education, if it's a mastermind, if it's something that you're learning how to grow and scale your business, and you're documenting that there is business-related expenses involved, then absolutely there's ways that those can be tax deductible. In terms of that documentation, is it enough to simply uh, have a debit card or a credit card and just run all of your expenses through that and then sort of, you know, use that as your your documentation? Yeah, oftentimes that is what I recommend. From a tax saving standpoint, if I was to give two recommendations to anybody, the first recommendation would be have a process that helps you keep track of your expenses. I don't care if it's QuickBooks. I don't care if it's an Excel spreadsheet. I don't care if it's one designated debit or credit card, like you mentioned, that all your business-related expenses are going on. Do something that keeps you organized and that you're actually going to do, because proving that they are business-related is one of the most difficult parts of writing off expenses. The second thing I would recommend, hire a professional, right? There's a lot of accountants and CPAs that don't even file their own taxes. And a lot of times it's just to get an outside perspective and to have that audit protection if something were to happen. Track your expenses and hire hire a professional. Make sure you're not leaving that money on 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 the table. You know, from from my point of view, um, I always like to be working on the things that excite me and the things that allow my business to grow. And I look at um, a lot of you know the filings and the expenses and so forth and all the taxes. They're kind of like uh, necessary administrative tasks, but uh, there's no way in hell that I want to be doing those. I mean, I can, you know, if I can pay a relatively small fee to have experts do it who are going to not make the mistakes that I'm probably going to make, then that's time that I've saved that I can be reinvesting into my business elsewhere. And, you know, one thing that I've found, uh, Tommy, in working with you guys as well is um, the, the savings that I get far outweigh, for the, at least for me, they far outweigh, um, you know, the cost of, 
going with an advisor. So, um, you know, in, in your case, you do offer advisory services and so forth. It's just something that I've found every single time is that some tiny little tweaks or, you know, decisions that I make in the setup of my business um, that I wouldn't have done if I was doing it on my own, but I did do because I was working with an advisor. I mean, those things can be absolutely golden um, and, and really add up to huge amounts of money over a period of time. Yeah, well said. I mean, there's over 70,000 pages of a U.S. tax code, right? It's, it's a game, ultimately. And the more that you understand how to play that game, the easier it is to win. That's just the rude reality, right? So have someone that helps you understand how to play the game because it could result in hundreds or thousands or tens of thousands of dollars depending on your income level. Yeah. What if someone is listening to this and they're thinking, um, well, hang on, you know, I, I started my online business a while ago, but I've been a little bit lazy. I haven't done any of this stuff. For those people, can they sort of, uh, assuming again that they've kept track of what their expenses are or can find out what their expenses are related to their business, can they sort of go back in time and, um, you know, make a list of them and sort of, I guess the point is, it's not too late to start doing this today if you've already had your business running for a few months or something. I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's a phenomenal question. So this is one that we oftentimes get asked. People will come to us and they'll say, last year, I invested money into education for myself. Last year, I invested a bunch of money into product or marketing. Have an excellent CPA that understands how to go back and help you capture those deductions, right? Depending on your personal income, depending on your business income, there are ways to go back and capture those expenses to make sure that you are not leaving money on the table, but you need to have a professional that knows what they're doing to itemize those the the proper way. Yeah. Okay. Now um, we've spoken a little bit about deductions and hopefully given people a few ideas about thing, the types of things that they can deduct. We've spoken, uh, you know, briefly about different types of entities. Another thing that I think is is really, really important about just the general overall setup is asset protection and generational wealth. So um, I wonder if, if we could sort of dive into those topics a little bit here. Yes, absolutely. I love that. I mean, the, the portion of the generational wealth, I really like the way that you mentioned that because most times when people are self-employed, there's sacrifices that are being made. Time from the beginning, financial commitments, whatever that looks like, right? But oftentimes that's for the greater good, whether it's freedom, time freedom, financial freedom, children, grandkids, everyone's got a different driving force, a different why. So you don't want to work hard to not make sure that you're protecting that long term, right? For those of you that are in the U.S., protecting your personal assets with trusts and wills. Those are obviously necessary evils. But from an entity standpoint, when you have an LLC, when you have an S Corp or a C Corp, if you have the proper business entity in place, you're separating your personal and your business, right? It is such a litigious society, such a Sue happy world that we're living in, if you're setting yourself up properly from the very beginning, worst case scenario, if something were to happen, if you were to get sued, separate it from your personal assets like your homes, your bank accounts, vehicles, things that you've worked hard for in the past. You know, sometimes uh, the scary thing is as well with things like um, 
you know intellectual property so um if you sort of accidentally uh, start using words that are trademarked or something it doesn't matter if you intended to do any damage it's just like you have done something that you shouldn't have done and you may not have known that you shouldn't have done it or not but that's that's sort of irrelevant you've you know you've um you've done something that you shouldn't have done and you can get in trouble with that and i remember uh, many years ago uh, with affiliate websites i had an affiliate website that was recommending uh the carnival cruises uh the you know the big ships and the big um cruises and um i got a pretty nasty letter one day saying hey you know you can't use that domain name uh because that's trademarked and you you must cease and desist immediately uh, or we're going to sue your ass kind of thing. And that was pretty scary uh, to get as I was starting my, my online journey. But um, there was a good lesson in that. And that is, um, you know, you need to get good advice every step of the way and you can do a lot to protect yourself, not just from the threats that you are aware of, but the threats that you are unaware of as well. And I think that's uh, one of the reasons why I like to have good counsel uh, in this area is because other people can fill in the blanks. Other people that study this and do this all day, every day can uh, put my business in a glass jar, look at it from all different angles and say, well, you know, you're a little bit weak over here or you should have done something else here. So um, I think asset protection is absolutely key. It's not the most exciting thing uh, in the world. Everyone wants to make more money or save money, but, um, you know, it's kind of like the uh, insurance, I guess, for the car crash. You don't expect to have a car crash, but if that were to happen, you want to make sure that you've got the right uh, sort of setup in place. So um, I think that's a big one and, and something that unfortunately most people don't really think all that much about. Now, um, the fourth thing that I had on my list here, uh, Tommy, was just to talk a little bit about credit because I think people don't realize that um, regardless of where you are in the world, you can get some pretty amazing uh, credit uh, on a personal level or on a business level um, for an online business that you may be creating. So could we touch on on those points a little bit, Tommy? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I the number one reason why businesses fail is oftentimes money. Lack of capital for reinvestment is what that comes down to oftentimes, right? You, it, it takes money to make money. We've all heard it. We all hate it. But there are ways that you can build a separate credit profile with your business to allow yourself the ability to build business lines of credit, invest into your business with business credit. As you generate income, let the business pay itself back and then pay yourself from there, right? So building business credit is something that doesn't happen overnight. It does take a little bit of time, regardless where you are in the world. But in the beginning, if you feel like you can't get started, there's 0% credit offers for personal, you know, if, if it's just you as an individual, if you have decent credit, a lot of times you can get 0% credit for the first 12 months, 18 months, 24 months. The offers are always changing. So if you have to start with personal credit and then eventually work up and build up business credit and corporate funding, the more that you understand what your options are and the quicker that you build it, especially from the very beginning, the easier it is to grow and scale as you find your niche with products, marketing, whatever that may be for your business. Yeah, I think it's just a, a huge, huge opportunity. And it's one of those things that um, until you speak to someone who shares 
you know how you on an individual level on a personal level can uh, potentially tap into it uh, you just don't know what's available and, and what's out there so um, again if people want to get in contact uh, with Prime Corporate Services you can go to thegrowthbooth.com forward slash prime and you can set up a free no strings attached consultation where you can get on a call with an expert you can explain what you're doing or what you've done up until now and that expert can guide you uh, on some potential next steps things that you could be doing to save money to save headaches uh, or just to make sure that you know your your legal setup is all you know um, in in good shape and order uh, so that is again the growthbooth.com forward slash prime and we will include um, a link to that on the show notes at episode number 11 and something else I'm going to do is I'm going to work with uh, Tommy here behind the scenes and see if we can put together a slide deck as well that you can actually go and and download um, along with uh, the episode show notes so that uh, you'll get a bit of a, a written uh, version of some of the things that we've discussed here today. Now, just before we wrap up, Tommy, one more time, could you give another overview of just the different types of things that you can help people with? Be- I, I want to make sure that uh, people here you know, know the kind of things that you can do. Yes, absolutely. I love it. Any business, right, whether it's an e-com business, real estate business, if you're investing in the stock market, if you have a business entity in place and would like us to review it, and maybe you are unsure that it's set up properly, we're happy to do that for you. If you need a business entity, we can help with business entity structuring. For those of you that are interested in building business credit, corporate funding, that is something that we're able to help with. And then we have a full team of accountants and CPAs. So if you need US taxes, filed. If you need U.S. tax planning, those are areas that we can assist with. And last but not least, going back to that generational wealth, estate planning, trust, wills, living wills. So some of these things are going to be applicable to some of you where others it may not. But I love that Aiden scheduled to have this free consultation for each and every one of you to understand more about your specific situation. Yeah, I think it's just a complete no-brainer um, that people um, are aware of, of the kind of things they should be doing, the kind of things they can be doing. So, uh, Tommy, thank you so much for taking some uh, time out of your schedule here today to give people the 10,000-foot overview and hopefully um, you know, give people a few ideas about some some ways they can uh, do better with their, their setup and their structure and so forth. R- really appreciate it. Uh, love working with you guys. You've got an amazing sort of one-stop shop, uh, everything under one roof, it seems, uh, and I think that's um, – um, really really valuable so um, thank you once again this is episode 11 check it out uh, get over to thegrowthbooth.com find episode 11 get the show notes get the special um, slides that we're going to put together here and you'll see a link to where you can get more help on a private call if you want to do that uh, from Tommy and his team we'll wrap this up right now thanks for tuning in and I hope to see you on the next episode 